Welcome back to the Buzz Putz Pod. I didn't have a song prepared, so we're going off the seat of my pants. Welcome back to the Buzz Putz Pod. I'm two, two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm and we're here for the first two games of the, each Western Conference Final, um, just because of the way East West Conference kinda, Final. East West Conference Final, yeah. Not each Western Conference Final. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> um, just the just the way the scheduling shook down, uh, we both... It was all, perfect. Yeah, it yeah. was perfect. We both got two games. The, both of All four of them went to overtime. All four of them went to One the of them first was time more than two games long. Ever happened. Yeah. And uh, here we are. But... and uh, Oh, and a bunch of other shit happened outside of couple the of conference. Stuff. And we're going to do some season recaps yeah. for a couple of teams. Maybe Get two, three teams, maybe. Yeah. Each. Each. Um, so th- that'll be quick. It'll be kind of a quicker episode. Maybe. I've said that before, and then we've gone for yeah, we an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, I didn't even start the timer like I said I was going to. Way to go, yeah. Bertrand. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. There we go. Well, it's not perfect, but <clears throat> anyway, before we get into any and all of that, Clayton, what are we drinking? Lagunitas. Lagunitas. I know we've had Lagunitas a couple times. It's their yeah, tropical whatever. IPA. It's the Island Beats. Yeah, it's a puppy it. playing some bongos. Yeah, these bongos. Island um, dog. Five percent. I haven't seen this one before. Uh, Lagunitas is um, what's it called? Mascot is a dog. Is it? Yeah. Oh. There's always this dog on every single. Thing. I guess I've just never really noticed that, or it never connected to me before. That's tasty. Num num, I do love me a dog. Obviously, because mm-hmm. Ruthie climbs up into our lap sometimes while we're recording. Yes, yes and yes, she yes. weighs fifty-five pounds, so it's not like she's little. She's all, over by the door. All dogs are lap dogs. That's true. Even Great Danes. All dogs. Two hundred pound mastiffs. All dogs lap, lap dogs. dog. Yep. I don't care. No, I, I don't let care. every dog get in They're my lap. All lap dogs. All right, Clay. Tell me about the Eastern Conference Final. All right, so. This one started off pretty spicy even before the first oh, puck drop. That's true. I, I would like to point out that both conference finals are perfectly one of my teams, one of your teams. Yeah. It's really it's funny how, how, it how that worked up. out. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this was getting a little spicy uh, even before the first puck drop with their social medias going at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Hurricane social media put this really cool graphic of... Uh, where do they play? PNC? Yeah, PNC Arena. PNC Arena uh, in the middle of a storm with a food dish going here, kitty, kitty. And just the, the basically, if you're playing Pokemon, just the back of a, a, a panther's head. Mm, looking at it. Um, looking at it. And Florida immediately responded with um, a post of their own on Twitter, which was how to properly identify a panther <laughs> like the state parks services was website it was it the wrong kind of it was a bobcat oh it was a oh, turns out it was funny. a bobcat that's funny. and they basically had the picture oh bobcats have ear tufts and not They're pretty significant don't they lynxes are the ones oh am i thinking of lynxes oh okay well um, lynxes and bobcats are pretty closely related but it's funny the picture of, of the bob like the bobcats back of the head mm-hmm. from the national or state park service was basically what was what carolina they ripped yeah, off that's and funny it was hilarious i'm just like that is huh. really funny yeah and it's really funny that like 
Miami, like the Panthers, was just like, yeah, that's not a Panther. That's not a Panther, <laughs> stupid. Get it right. Get it right. Um, but there have been some really cool graphics coming out of both sides because yeah. Yeah. Um, Florida just released theirs that of a Panther and two of their players going built to withstand the storm. Um, cause that's kind of what they did these first two games. Yeah. Two games in Florida is up two nothing on the series. That they are. I didn't think we'd expect not two, two nothing. Not two nothing. Not two nothing. These games are in Carolina. Both games in yeah. Carolina. Game one. Well, game one was two. Game one. Two As games Bert long. is alerting to, went to overtime, but not one, not, not two. two, not even three. But four overtimes. Nearly five. Four full overtimes yeah. with uh, Matt Kachuk getting the game winner getting with that dagger. about 12 seconds left yeah. in the fourth overtime. That man went straight to the exit of e- the rink every, after he scored. Half the team was mobbing Bob- Bobrovsky, and the other team was following Chuck My man Kachuk right was like, door. I'm going to bed. Um, I finished this. I'm bed. going to bed. And it's what's really funny about that game and Kachuk getting the, the the winner. He was kind of invisible. Yeah. Like, he wasn't doing that they much. They neutralized him pretty well. Yeah, they neutralized him pretty well. Not his physicality because yeah. him and Brett Burns were getting into it. Yeah, but scoring-wise. Um, but scoring-wise, he didn't have a lot of chances. And then I, he appears with the dagger. Yeah. I will say, um, I think a lot of times, j- just because you said he was kind of invisible, I think a lot of times um, most fans will lump that on the individual guy for being like, where were you? No, that's a, when, that's a good defense. When you should be more paying attention, be like, what was Carolina doing that he that he was that he was invisible? This game was a both defensive duel and a goalie duel. So 3-2, Bobrovsky saved 63 of 65. Yeah. That's a six, uh, nine six nine save percentage, and then Carolina, uh, Frederick Anderson fifty seven of sixty. So yeah. both guys face both at guys least sixty shots. So that's still a nine, played pretty well. Nine five zero. Both of Carolina's goals were on the power play. Um, Seth Jarvis had a goal and assist. Uh, he in the first overtime, both teams almost ended it. Mm-hmm. Jarvis rigging the crossbar, and then Lomberg in his first game back after missing the last eight. Scored, but then didn't score. Uh, goal was disallowed due to interference. It would have been offside. It, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, that was no way it was a goal. Um, so after the sixth period, the Carolina announcers <laughs> apologized. Um we're so sorry that this is going on. So this game took six hours. Yeah, I think it ended what three a.m. East Eastern. Um, started Eastern time. Started eight, and the game is over six hours after puck yeah. puck drop. So nuts. Yeah, Jesus. And and the stadium was pretty much full too. Yeah, like, there was still no one really still left. packed full. I they saw, were falling. I did not watch that entire thing, but they were falling asleep in the stands. I would have too. I would have but, been like, "All right, how much time we got in between periods?" <sighs> Power nap. Um, Just wake me up when they're coming back. One guy behind Paul Maurice might have done a bump. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he definitely did. Mm-hmm. That's that's not. That's the only thing that baggy can be. Yeah. I mean, 
you're in the fifth o- fifth or sixth overtime at this I get point. It. No, I get no it. No shade. You just need I a little, get it. A little, yeah. little, little, little extra push. I think a lot of people get it, but, you know, everybody saw. You got caught. in the bathroom, dog. You got Come caught on. nationally. Yeah. You got caught on camera behind the bench. All right. Then game two. Game also, two was wild. Game two was wild. Also went to overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Florida, Kachuk again. Yeah, the man. The man is clutch. Just in one overtime this time. Just one. Yeah. I didn't say anything more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, man is clutch. And again, I've talked about how I hate him. God, I wish he was on my team. Bitch. But oh my God, I wish he was on my team. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, is for real. So good. Um, I, I will say about this game, maybe you're going to mention it, but each team got a goal disallowed in the first period. Yes, they did. Both yeah. teams got a goal disallowed. I think uh, both Florida. of them were by offsides. Um, yes. Yes, yeah. they were. It was... Florida scored a tie, but then it was like pretty clearly offsides yeah. when they showed the replay. And I, then... and I think it was Jury who scored, quote-unquote, scored uh, yeah, for, Carolina. for Carolina. I'm trying but to think then, who again, did it was for... pretty clearly offsides. Oh, yeah. I don't remember who, quote-unquote, scored for Florida. But Might have been Lindell or Lomberg. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Either way. Um, it didn't count. So It didn't count. Bennett was offside. Uh, yeah, he was Carol- very, both very offside. Carolina scored pretty early on this game. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. Within the first yeah. two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then Florida responded like uh, in the end of the first period. And it was a... Uh, was it 1-1 one, one after the first period? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm thinking of the disallowed goal. Yeah, um, yeah I, I didn't think it was. Barkov scored in the second. Yeah, a, an insane goal. He faked going in between his legs, brought it back, and then Ranta was already like fully stretched. There was yeah. nothing he could do. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, speaking dirty, of Ranta, dirty, dirty. he was 24 for 26, so that's a 9-2-3. He didn't play bad. It was an interesting decision to go with Ranta after... Anderson in the first game, but maybe they Carolina, just wanted to rest Anderson. Carolina is basically what they're doing and have done this entire playoffs mm-hmm. is you lose, you sit. Oh, I mean, I guess they're, that's fair. They're just I mean, running with the one. It, yeah, they have one A, one B goalies. They're so. running with the one who wins, yeah. and it's just you lose, you that's sit. Fair. That's um, fair. Uh, so yeah, Ranta did not lose them this game. Um, well, I mean, he did, but he that, did lose. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Like, Kachuk's goal was a blown coverage. His overtime goal was a power play goal. It was a blown coverage defensively. Oh, yeah. It was oh, a yeah. tap in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bennett could have put it in if he wanted it to, but he just sent it to Kachuk. Um, like, how many overtime goals can we get Kachuk in this series? Basically. It's two so far. Um, Kachuk has three or four overtime goals this playoffs. He's, I mean, just. Looking into the future, if they win the Stanley Cup, I'm pretty sure Kachuk oh, is going to be a shoe in for that con smite. So. Not with Bobrovsky. Oh, you're not right. With not with Bobrovsky. with You're right. I forgot about Bobrovsky. That, that'll be it. That'll be a conversation. Uh, yeah. Bobrovsky, 37 for 38 with a 9.74 save percentage. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. After after. Th- well, Bobrovsky beat Boston. Came in, beat Boston. Boston. I would argue Boston beat Boston because Bobrovsky didn't play that well. Yeah, but that's uh, that's all anybody's gonna think right. though. Is like he came in, he helped turn around the Boston series. He came in, he shut down Toronto. He, yes, he. So far, he's pretty much he, shut down Carolina. So far, since I think maybe Game Seven, Bobrovsky has Bobrovsky turned into what he's been playing. 
that wall that it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Um. So in the past three games, he saved 150 of 155 shots. Yep. He's got like a 9.7 save percentage. Yeah, insane. It's insane. absolutely crazy. Uh, Chatfield was the one who scored Chatfield. the first goal for, or the only goal for Carolina. Um, the other notes uh, I have about this is forecheck, 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 and it's working. Yeah, both both teams have good forechecks. Real aggressive forechecks. Yeah. Um, Florida's is a problem, and well, when you got Matt Kachuk in his big ass frame and Sam Bennett roaring at you, yeah, same Sam line Bennett too. They're all in the same line, so yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and if if Vegas, if it's a Vegas, Florida final, mm-hmm. I'm real worried if I'm Vegas because they str- yeah, they yeah. struggle they're with the forechecks. Yeah, they're not good at forechecks or against forechecks. Um, and but then that still remains to be seen. It's, it still remains to be seen. Game three is tonight. This kind of has to. Like Carolina has to win if they're playing. They gotta win tonight. They have to. They gotta win tonight. Um, Florida has that lack of uh, scoring power right now. Yes, is really it's been they've been scoring by committee, which can work. Yeah, but like um, they need you're really missing Svechnikov right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean Carolina has been to put in a couple more. Yeah, Carolina has been extremely successful with. Scoring by committee this entire season, pretty yeah. much. Even when Sveshnikov was in the net it, or in the lineup, he wasn't like he was. He was no, scoring no. fifty goals, but, but still another you know, guy there. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah that Pacioretty injury really hurts them too. It does. Even though that, like, he only played two games, but still he got a goal he could in score, one of those. He could facilitate offense. I'm you pretty know? sure he got a goal in one of those two games. Pretty sure he did. Uh, Florida is is on an eight game road win streak. That's insane. In the playoffs, um, only only the t- 2012 Kings are Insane. better. Insane, uh, with two mm. more road wins. And you know what, Florida fans, you're welcome from a Penguins fan. <laughs> I mean, Penguins would have gotten stomped by Boston. But they gotten stomped. I, by at Boston. least I assume they would have gotten stomped by Boston. Um, ain't no way, ain't no way Jari's playing like Bobrovsky no. is. And they are six and zero when it comes to overtimes this postseason. That's also a crazy <laughs> statistic. Well, to be fair, I think Carolina was up there too until game one. They were. I think they yes. were also undefeated in overtime until game one. So, but six and zero in overtime, mm-hmm. and eight games in a row on the on, on the, the road. road is crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, but that yeah, that's all I got. Um, like I said, game seven tonight. Game, game three, three is tonight. tonight. It's not <laughs> Fast even forward, at, game seven tonight. It's not even at seven. It's at eight. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Killing me with these. All right, let's move over to the Western Conference. Dallas and Vegas. Vegas is also up two to nothing in the series after two overtime games. Yeah. Although their overtime games concluded much faster much, in much overtime faster. than the other than the Eastern Conference. Game one. 4-3 overtime victory for Vegas. Dallas was 0-2 on the power play. Rope Hintz had a goal and two assists in this game. Robertson finally scoring in the postseason. I watched that. A he, goal and an assist. It was a Hintz shot that, def- that it was. You in. could see the... The relief. The relief after he scored finally. Um, Pavelski, two assists, and Jamie Benn had a goal mm-hmm. for Dallas. 
Ottinger was 33 of 37 for Dallas. Moving over to Vegas, they were 0 for 1 of the power play. William Carlson mm-hmm. showing up as well. Mm-hmm. Two goals. White Cloud, two assists after... I don't even remember who it was made fun of his name for some reason. Um, an ESPN guy. It was some, it was some announcer. He I mean, just said something dumb. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... It wasn't crazy offensive. No, it was but just I did, stupid. It I was just know, a dumb joke. I also didn't know, like, White Cloud... I didn't know he was First Nation? Native it's American. either he's First Nation or Native American. Yeah, Native American. Two, yeah. I, I didn't I'm, not, I'm not sure if he's American or Canadian. Right, I, yeah. same. Um, it's just one of those things because he's... I didn't realize that either. Because he's white passing yeah. he, they made fun of a yeah he said something like oh you know sounds like that, a, a guy a who, whose last name no i think he said something like a, a guy whose last name sounds like toilet paper brand oh, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that it was just a stupid joke but like they, whoever said it apologized oh right um yeah they were like i'm sorry it was just it was like, a I, I, joke. I'm I didn't sorry. realize yeah that's a native name. um anyway he had two assists in this game good uh, young defenseman on Vegas, in case you guys don't know who we're he's talking good. about. He's good. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's good. He's a good good young kid. Teddy Bluger, shout out, former Penguin, had a goal. And Brett Howden. Right, Brett? Brett? I think so. I think it's Brett. Yeah, Brett Howden had the overtime game winner on a weird-ass, just-throw-it-at-the-net kind of shot. Yep. Um, and he got lucky, deflected off of Ottinger into the yeah. back of the net. Ottinger just didn't know where it was. It, it, it was, like, in his skates, and he just kind of oh, kicked it behind that him. That sucks. Yeah, that was the overtime game winner, That's, I think, two and a half minutes into overtime, something like that. Aiden Hill becoming an odd playoff hero for Vegas, 33 of 36. Yeah. That, I'm just going to say as well, when it, if and when Vegas gets um, knocked out, the goaltending might be the, the problem, issue. yeah. Because Aiden Hill has played valiantly so far. Mm-hmm. you got to imagine that he has a ceiling yeah. at some point, oh. you know? Uh, he is not a he is not a starting goaltender. They're not throwing sixty shots on him. No, in the that's game. true. Well, like, thirty six. A game. That's, that's a game. You're right. You're right. Um, but he's not facing the volume that Bobrovsky is facing usually. Florida is the is if not the. Uh, it was definitely if they're not the highest, they're like top three shots a game. It, I think Calgary was most shots a game. Mm. And I think Florida was right there mm. behind him. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see. I am interested to see a Florida Vegas matchup go, if it if it happens. Go Florida. Sure, go Florida. Although, man, the memes of Jack Eichel gets a Stanley Cup before before Connor McDavid. Come on, man. And it leaves Buffalo and almost immediately gets a Stanley Cup. Yeah, that too. But again, that trade worked out for everybody. Oh, now has worked out for now. Yeah. Um, it it's it. I am kind of sad to see the culture in Buffalo change after Eichel left. Or it was changing yeah, right when you he kinda, left. You kind of wish it... Um, like, you had kept, if you had kept Adams... It would have been better, yeah. If, Br- if, if, if who they have now was there when Eichel was there, Eichel yeah. might still be in Buffalo. Right, you like know? Granato and Adams. Yeah. Although, on the flip side, Buffalo would not have Tage Thompson and... Oh, wait, no, that was in the O'Reilly it's trade. It's Tuck. Tuck, thank you. Um, they wouldn't have Tuck, it. who has been, but like Tuck, Eichel, you know. Right. They might have made the playoffs. I mean, Tuck played very well, too. Well, but, no, I mean, Tuck's been, Tuck's arguably played better than Eichel but could you has imagine, on Vegas. But could you imagine Eichel with Tage Thompson? Mm. Come on, that would be dirty. All right, let's move on to game two. Another overtime game, as I mentioned. Vegas winning again 3-2. to two. 
Dallas one for three on the power play. Robertson and Heiskanen. Robertson scored again. Heiskanen had the other goal. Suter, two assists. Really, three assists. Uh, um, but we'll get to I'd that one second. <laughs> Ottinger, 21 and 24. Vegas was one for two on the power play. Stone and Marchessault had a, a goal and an assist. Aiden Hill had, was 26 of 28. And Chandler Stevenson scored the overtime game winner. My boy. From a pass, basically, from Sutter. Yep. Yeah. It was a really bad play by oh, Sutter. Well, yeah, uh, well, he didn't pass it right to him, no, but I think no. it, it, it led to the whole... No, the pass by Sutter... Was to somebody else, and then there was a scrum, and then Stevenson dunked it in. I no, right. I th- no, that was that was the tying goal. Mm-mm. That was the winner. Uh, Marcheseau scored the tying goal, which was, by the way, Dallas was winning two to one until with like three minutes left or something, and Marcheseau tied the game late. The overtime game winner. Now I'm not sure. No, the overtime no, game. I'm not 100. I sure. thought the overtime game winner was a bad line change by Sutter. Oh, uh, maybe it was. It was a bad line change. The I think the he had, he made a blunder that led to it. Suter fucked up twice. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> he Somebody, directly led to both goals. Um. Yeah, and then uh, some ballsy reporter asked him about it after the game, and he was like, "We all saw what happened." Said yeah. Sutter. <laughs> said Sutter. Su- yeah, Sutter. Suter. Suter. And uh, he Sutter's was like, "The coach." You're right. And the other player, but it's with two T's, it's Sutter. Sutter. With one T, it's Suter. Um, English is stupid. Uh, yeah, but Ryan Suter was just like, we we, we all know, yeah. we all saw what happened. He, we'll we'll talk about it internally. Yeah. Internally, yeah. You don't yeah. need to know anything. He um, was like, I know. Thank you for pointing that out to me. <laughs> well, it's it's very it's funny because um, one. Couple things. One, that lazy pass up the boards that got intercepted, yeah. and then he, it. That was him. That was him. Yeah. And then it. This is for the tying goal because it was Carlson who came behind it. Carlson was his man too that he just uh, completely blew uh, that yeah, coverage yeah. as well. Oh, and then he's looking around, it's just like, man, someone should cover that someone guy. Someone should cover that guy. Oh, oh. Whoops. And two, he has fallen back, kind of. Um, to regular season suitor since the first round, yeah. which the first round was against Minnesota. So he went supernova against his old team. Yeah, he wanted to crush them because they bought him out. Yeah. And again, I and, will say... And I respect that. I respect that too. <laughs> and I will say, um, just going back to that buyout, I don't know that Minnesota needed to buy Suter out. No. Parise, yes. Suter... Suter was still serviceable. Right. As he has shown on Dallas, he's played fine. Well, he's been kind of, he's not great, but he's been fine. I thought the argument was the reverse. I thought mm. buy out Suter, keep Parise. In my opinion, it was buy out. Parise was basically doing nothing. Now, Parise has been playing much better for the Islanders since yeah. then. Um, but Suter was still at least playing somewhat solid defense. Gotcha. His offense had fallen off, but... You can make the argument that like happens. Eh, you can still keep the older defenseman who's playing okay defense, and then drop the forward who's not doing anything. Yeah, that, that works too. So I don't know, but hey, we'll get to Minnesota's offseason outlook soon enough. Maybe not today, but soon enough. Uh, so yeah, two nothing. 
Do Nothing Vegas heading into Game Three, which is tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've been being nicer to their fans and uh, ending the overtimes uh, within a, a few minutes. Dallas has looked wildly unprepared for overtime both yeah. times. Yeah. Also, they were being very nice and um, giving away free weddings before Game One. Th- free weddings. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. In 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 front of the stadium, they were oh, doing. You could have just gone to a game. Ve- it's the most Vegas thing ever. That's true. I still could have done it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I didn't know that. I yeah, they were doing that. free that's weddings. Really cool. That's really cool. Well. Let's uh let's talk about some news before we jump into our off-season previews. Yes. Um do you have cuz I have I didn't write down everything. I have Atlantic and and Okay, I left off some of that stuff. And um um I did I did some Pacific. I, I just I put Dubas in there mm-hmm. even though that's Leaf news mm-hmm. just cuz that's kind of overarching news sort of, yeah. But let's start with Arizona. Um, Arizona is, as far as I know, going to play in Mullet Arena next year. Yep. While they're still trying to figure out where the fuck they're going to play in general. Yup. Now, everything speculation-wise has, and we talked about this last week too, but has ranged from there's maybe four other options in Arizona where they could stay. Right. Maybe. Um, that ranges from Mesa, Arizona, where there still needs to be a vote mm-hmm. to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. So no one knows if that will happen. No one knows. Um, begging the Suns to allow them to return to there. Yep. Which is has its advantage has disadvantages to it as well. Maybe building on reservation land, which could have advantages and disadvantages yeah. too. Um, there was one other option. I can't remember what the fourth option was in Arizona, but there was another option in Arizona too. But all of them are kind of like not great options. No, it's it kind of sucks that Arizona got an owner who cares. He cares. He wants them to cared. stay in Arizona, but it's but the there's some crazy smear campaign going on from yeah. somebody or a group of somebody's in it's Arizona that does not want uh-uh. to spend. They they want a landfill instead of having a, a huge entertainment district in yep. Tempe. Um, so I don't know what well, that's about, but like Arizona is dealing with problems or like that area is dealing with problems of like old people moving in and then complaining about the, the life that was like the culture that was there before they moved in. Yeah. Like ASU has like a retirement home basically on campus. Yeah. That's and, a, co- that's a college by right. the way, in case you guys didn't know that. And, and the whole thing was just like, Hey, like. Yeah, you're old, but like experience, like college you life. You can be around whatever. the college yeah. life, and then they'll complain about concerts and stuff that are going on in yeah. campus and stuff. So I imagine like it's a group of those people yep. that are stopping that ran the smear campaign to stop the Tempe uh, Arena deal. Um, the people who like buy a, a um, buy a place across from a concert venue that's been there for. 50 years and yeah. they complain about the music. Yep. It's like, you knew what but you, you were... But you knew that was a concert venue like, there. Yeah. You're getting free music. Yeah. Like, I, I understand if it's uh. not stuff you want, but like, I'll be honest, I, we're in my condo right now. I put up with a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of children that live below me, but they're children. Yeah. So like, I don't complain. No. I, I just kind of ignore it. And if I was across the street from a concert venue... I would have known that already, but and I would just be like, the place. you know what? I'll just like chill out and listen to some music. Right. 
Uh, anyway, but like some of the other speculation is, of course, on relocation. That's not happening for next season. But if stuff falls through, but that's a problem because now you have players going. There's players and agents being the, yeah, like they were willing to buy in and deal for one year, a couple years, they, a they couple were, years. They were, they were they were like, okay, we'll deal with it for a couple of years. Well, it's, but it's because there was a plan. Yes, there's a plan, and, the plan ha- and the plan fell through, and now they're like, so all now, right, do I want to be here? Yeah, now you have the players and the NHLPA being like, um, what's happening here? All the other owners are like, this is cutting into our revenue. The NHLPA is like, this is cutting into the revenue, and also the players are like, not are training in suboptimal suboptimal places you know they're training at a college instead yeah. of training at like you know look at look at this very like arizona is at a college right. weight room and like boston pittsburgh washington the rangers all of the teams that have money even the teams that are like um, bad like vancouver i'm sure have state-of-the-art weight rooms and stuff you know I, I, i'm gonna push back a little bit because some of these colleges do have state-of-the-art weight i mean rooms. you're right yeah they're probably using the same weight rooms as like the football teams yeah. but but still um but of course, everybody's speculating about relocation. People apparently, I don't know. Salt Lake City is a, f- a quote unquote front runner, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, New City, that's cool. Uh, Houston has been bandied about a lot because that's right there. That's not that far away from where they already are. Same sort of geographical area. I mean, I know Texas is very large. It's on the other side of Texas, but y- you know what I'm saying. It's still in the south. It's still. Um, it, uh, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes yep. tweeted out something about bringing them to Kansas City, which again, it's like, I don't hate any of these options, but like, but then people are like, oh, Atlanta, oh, Quebec City. I'm, I, I'm just thinking, first, they're never putting a team in Quebec City. They're again. not coming to Hartford. I don't think the Montreal, <laughs> I was going to get to that last. Um, I don't think the Montreal Canadiens won another team in Quebec, Mm-mm. and you know they'll stop that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the uh, the um, very nice man that is the governor of Connecticut, Ned Lamont, um, is it made a I don't know met with Gary Bettman to make a pitch about bringing them to Hartford. Um, but like, do the Wolfpack still play in the mall? Yeah, yeah. There's no any. So, oh, that's what it was. Uh, a mall, a former mall, was the fourth option for the Coyotes, uh, oh, like really? land <laughs> area. Because I think it's just oh, a shut-down mall. Oh, okay. So they would just level it and put the arena there. Right. Because it's already, like, it's already there. built up. So the 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 foundation, I suppose, is right. already there. So we'll just knock it down and put it the arena there. Um, so, yeah, like, Ned Lamont, it, it, that's the state we live in. He's, and he's, he, not the first, he's not the first governor to be, he's like... He's made a pitch to be, like, whalers? bring back the Whalers. We have a cool logo. Whalers? And, like, I wouldn't hate it. I would, of course, try to go to games if a team ever came back. But, um... I don't know. Nah, man. I just like dealing with both Boston and New York fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you're going to pry those fans away from those two teams. No. For, well, those really three teams, yeah. if you count both New York teams. And the, throw the Devils in there, too, because the Devils aren't that far away either. No. And, um, I mean, and you're not going to pull them off. You're not going to pull them away from those teams. No. They're, they're already entrenched in Boston Bruins, New mm-hmm. York Rangers, New York Islanders fandoms. They're not going to be like, oh, sick, the Whalers, you know? Maybe some people will be, but sorry, Ned. It's a nice thought, but 
I don't think it's going to happen. No, not at all. And, like, what's really funny is that the name Coyotes could stay with any of these because Coyotes live everywhere everywhere. in America. Everywhere. Um, (laughs) But, like, like I was saying, it, it sucks that... But they, but they, they will f- lose the Kachina logo. Though, I know. Because that's that's specifically Arizona that they, Native American. They like got I, an owner who cares. I know. Who wants them to be there, who has a buttload of money. Yeah. Loves Arizona. But they were already t- they were everything was on fire. Yeah. When he showed up. I'm I mean, hey, fingers crossed, I would love them to stay in Arizona. Because they've already built up hockey in the desert yep. because that's where Austin Matthews came from where a came superstar from. in the game that's where Matthew Nyes came from too they the show other the other young guy Toronto. on Toronto yeah they sh- they and Toronto ah, Arizona has shown when there is playoff su- when there is success the fans will be there look at Florida Florida's there well think of the, the fans are there think of the the conference the couple conference runs that the Coyotes have had. Like, yeah, they were there. The fans were there. Packed. They were sellouts. They just don't want to be in. They're just like, oh, my team sucks. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what? Here's a perfect Look other. Look at the A's. Yeah, the A's. I, I was going to say, going to baseball too. Look at the Pirates. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Penguins sell out all of their games. Waiting lists sell out those games. The Pirates are terrible. They're run very poorly. Everyone in Pittsburgh knows that, and they do not go to the games. Because they don't want to support it. The A's right now and they, yeah, they are, are in the process of being relocated to Vegas. Um, yeah, the, I mean Oakland is still trying is try, trying to beg them to stay because right. Vegas already stole the Raiders from them. So not right. stole, but the Raiders ownership moved them to Vegas. Right, and and it's the same thing where um, the the owner just wants to go to Vegas and the they're like that's where the money is. The fans know. are like go to hell so they're the Col- Oakland Coliseum it's empty 2,000 fans literally empty 2, that, that's fans. basically empty oh it's it is empty yeah. and all the fans that have signs that say sell the team yep I don't know I, yeah so we'll see what happens with Arizona I don't know at this point I mean I think we said a couple years ago we were speculating maybe Arizona I think at the beginning of this year we were speculating yeah. Arizona was going to move but then it looks like the Tempe deal was pretty was gonna happen, but then the then, vote happened yep. and everybody was like, You would rather have a landfill than a huge entertainment district because it wasn't just the arena that was no. gonna be there. So, well I don't know. And that was the one thing where ownership yeah Yeah, he has money, yeah, he wants to be there, but there was no media campaign to be like oh, That's yes. a fair point. Yeah, that's oh, a fair yes. point. Where was where was their uh yeah. Where was their full court press? Right. To, All they had to do to was get the team to, to stay. fight that disinformation campaign. And, then... and it was very clearly a disinformation campaign. Clearly. Because they were like, oh, it's fully taxpayer money. It wasn't. No. The only taxpayer money that was going to go into it was to take care of the landfill. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it was privately funded. Yep. By the owner of the Coyotes. Yep. So, I don't know, it's crazy. Um... Do you want to talk about Dubas now? Nah. You want to save it? Yeah, we'll save it. Okay, we'll save that for last. Clay dropped a bottle opener. Very nice. Very heavy (laughs) bottle opener. Yeah, that was just in my... I cleaned out my backpack because I was was flying, and I was like, I forgot I had this. I like it. Yeah, it's a nice one. Uh, Okay, well, 
this is still Arizona related. Clayton Keller has not requested a trade. Okay. <laughs> has it requested a I trade? I get one more and then I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Three strikes and then you're I'm taking that exactly. away. That's um, right. I'll give it to you. Uh, Clayton Keller's dad said some weird cryptic thing about on meeting his agents meeting with Arizona. That's well, no, he he said Clayton will not be there. Oh yeah, that's last right. year. And then his dad was like, "Oh, my Twitter account got hacked." I'm yeah, like, uh-huh. Sure, liar. Sure. Clayton Keller did meet with management. He has not requested a trade yet. Clayton Keller is a super is their superstar. He had nearly 90 points this year. He was their best player by far. If he wasn't on Arizona, people would talk about him a lot more. Oh yeah. He he is a star. So, that's um, a big deal if he's And he had he had 86 points, I think. On Arizona. Mm-hmm. So uh, he has not requested a trade, but apparently he told them, he's like, I want a, I want to know what's happening. Exactly. Before I decide if I want to be here. Or not. Yep. I don't know what his contract status is right now. He's not a UFA or RFA coming up. But it's got. I don't think he's extended for like eight more years or something no. like that. Um, the NHL and the NHLPA are meeting this week on a variety of subjects, including possibly raising the salary cap further from where it's going to be naturally risen anyway. Hmm. So as far as anybody knows right now, it will be naturally risen a million dollars gotcha. to 83.5 for next year. But both sides want it to raise higher because the NHLPA wants their guys to be paid more. Yep. And uh, But the, the sticking point is the NHL will be like, well, we'll raise the escrow payments or whatever the the yeah, thing yeah. that it's a little complicated to get into but it's payments that have to be due because of the whole covid you know yeah everything so um but the nhlpa does want that so who knows i would say we'll it's probably not going to happen but they're going to talk about it this yep. week but one of the concessions they might make to get that salary cap risen is adding two extra games to the season Hmm. 84 games. Hmm. Now, that's not, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot more games. It's not a lot that more games, and it evens up kind of... It evens up how many games you can play against your divisional rivals. Yeah, that's thank so, you for yeah. finishing my sentence. Because there's a weird scheduling thing right now where you play some teams in your division four times. And some, and some three. No, some five. What? Yeah, I think that's how it works out. Hmm. It, it It's it's not it, even. It, no, it's not. Um, so with that, that would even it up. And I think the concession would be, I think they would make training camp shorter or something like that. Yeah, that's Which is should. whatever. You shorten yeah. the preseason, you shorten training Those camp. Those games don't count anyway. No. It's the same thing that the NFL did yeah they took away a preseason game because those games don't matter mm-hmm. and they added a regular season game so and that would mean more revenue yep for everybody which would might bump the salary cap up further anyway so that's it's interesting that last one there i didn't oh, know that yeah, yeah no we'll get to that i don't know um that. Oh. let's get that chris conroy oh that's uh sorry that's calgary wait when i'll talk about ottawa you bring that one up uh chris conroy no the last when, one. When we talk about Ottawa? Yeah. He's on the Rangers. I'm thinking... You're of, thinking Shikrin. Yeah, I'm thinking of Shikrin. Uh, Philip Heedle, who is on the Rangers, yep. suffered a fractured cheekbone that's why at the World Championships. That's why I didn't read about that, because I don't yeah. care out of my division. Um, I'm sure he'll be fine oh, for yeah. the regular season, but he got, uh, you know, he got in injured. the face. Yeah, yeah, he got in the face. I think it was a high stick, so Ooh. that was like a... That's a severe high stick. Well, um... You know, we'll talk about the world. Talk about worlds right now. Um, 
Sure. Who's the guy from Canada who got suspended five games for stomping on Eder Ryder? Joe Valeno. Yeah. Yeah, he's on Detroit. Yes, and yeah. Canada. And Canada right now, yeah. Yeah, that was the a... Swiss. Yeah, Canada versus Switzerland. Eder um, Ryder. My man, my man tried to go Matt Cook. Matt Cook was accidental. This was Matt Cook did not mean to do that. No, as far as I know, Matt Cook this did not looked mean like to do he that. was trying to break his ankle. Oh no, this was yeah, this was on purpose. Oh, he intentionally stomped, he stomped down on a, his foot that was on an angle because he was fighting for a puck. Not even his foot, like his halfway up the calf. Yeah, um, he tried. He's to, lucky it was only five games. He that tried he got to break suspended. his leg because the Swiss were very mad about that. And Niederreiter uh, gave him the business a little bit later yeah. and then he dove <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> tried, come on you can't dive he, after stuff like that yeah he he dove um to try to draw a penalty that was mm, 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 mm. very yeah, much uh, it was embarrassing he's lucky he only got five games for that and didn't out, outright get just kicked out of worlds mm-hmm. forever for that because well, like at worlds too um, they don't hit as hard no. because I don't think they're getting paid to do this. I don't, I, I don't think. I don't know. Um, in, in case you guys are wondering, the uh, International Ice Hockey Federation, the IIHF, holds, IIHF. Yes, holds the uh, World Championships every year right around the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Regular um, season. Uh, it's usually the second, third round of the Stanley yeah. Cup playoffs. So, uh, any of the NHL players that have been knocked out and are not in the playoffs anymore are free to go and play for their world teams if yep. they so choose. A lot, a lot don't. Like Crosby's not playing. No. I don't think Ovechkin's or Malkin are playing. No. The older guys usually don't go. It's usually the younger guys that go. Um, but you know, it's a prestigious award to win. Oh, 100%. Um, it's maybe second place to Olympic gold mm-hmm. because it's gold, silver, bronze, just like at the Olympics. Yeah. Um, it's usually held somewhere in Europe. Um, so that's what we're talking about, just in case you didn't know. So, yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's um, crazy. You got, you good? Uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. So I will talk about, we'll start with the Pacific when it comes okay. to news, because I only have one thing, and that's Craig Conroy is the new GM of Calgary. I think it's Chris Conroy. Damn it! Um, <laughs> I literally just said his name by accident because I wrote it down too. I think he, I'm pretty sure he's been with the organization since 2004. Well, yeah, 2004. Yeah, yeah, he used to play for them. Um, and he's been the assistant general manager for who knows how long. And a lot of people in Calgary, a lot of people are happy that are really that, excited that because he got promoted. they're one of those nice guys everybody likes, and they're like, yeah. hell yeah, I like that guy. Good. Um, I'm glad he got promoted. There was like they interviewed like 40 people. Yeah, they interviewed a lot. A lot. Because uh, Tree Living wasn't gone for that res- long. He resigned, right? I think his contract was up anyway. Uh-oh. And I think he was just like, it was half, I think they mutually parted ways. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then and then they fired Sutter later. Because yeah. I remember it was, it was Tree Living first, and then a, like a week later they were like, and, and Sutter's, Sutter's fired. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, because they were the players were about a mutiny. Um, it's so funny how much they hated him. Well, also like that's why Kachuk's not on that team anymore. True. Uh, True. They saw that and just like what he's doing, the same, and it's like you're gone. And like, Huberdeau. Right, get rid of that. Huberdeau fell off a cliff. 
FBA, you're gone. Yeah, weird. He had 100 points last year. Mm-hmm. Odd. And yeah. we lost, what was it, 27 games by one goal or less? Or after we outshot teams by 10-plus shots, yep. we lost 30 sometimes. 30 times yeah. or something. Yeah, Oof. crazy. So. Um, Sorry, yeah. So, so yeah, he's been... Conroy. He, everyone's really manager. excited that, and they're relieved that they didn't go outside because of some of the general managers out there, like Bergevin and... Um, some of the old... Old boys. Well, who's the who's that guy? Nonus. Oh, uh, D- uh, Dale Yon- Nonus. Yeah. Yeah, Nonus, yeah, Nonus. and um, Bergevin out there. Shirelli Ber- is out there. Is who I was thinking of. Yeah. Because so. not Nonus, but Bergevin and Shirelli both came up in the Pittsburgh conversation too, and I was like, please God, no, <laughs> no. And thankfully, they have moved away from that. Yes. Now, but they have not hired a GM yet. Well, I think they also floated those names out there to be like, hey, Chris Con- uh, Conroy's our guy. And so everyone yeah. can be even more excited yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. they went that direction. Well, one, uh, one really funny thing I saw uh, somebody mention about uh, Conroy is he used, to, he used to play with Aginla yeah. on, um, on the Flames back in 2004. Aginla might be coming back. There you go. And they're buddies. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, Chris Conroy would like... Um, he would just be hiding in the bathroom and like going over his uh, what was it Age of Empires Age of strategy, Empire, yeah. and like Aginla would like sell, send him stuff to help him with his strategy, <laughs> and then people were like, "Oh, this is, the whole team back then was playing Age of Empires like a bunch of dorks." Strategy Age of Empires is a real time strategy. Is, like, yeah. what are you doing? What, 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 you just strategy. But but then I saw someone else bring up like you put your cheat codes in. <laughs> But that's get, when you're playing by yourself. Get though. your Camaros. That's when that you're playing by yourself. Shoot laser beams. <laughs> uh, somebody brought up that the Spurs apparently, after they won the NBA championship, played a land party of StarCraft together, oh, like yeah. on the plane ride yeah. home or something. Yep. And I was like, what a bunch of nerds! A bunch of nerds. That's, look at these nerds winning sports championships. Right? Yeah. So I thought that was really cute that he was working on this Age of Empires strategy while every, while every, all the other like hyper jocks were like working out or something. I love Age of Empires. It was a great game. I don't think I've ever played that. Age of Empires 2 was my jam for a long time. Um, it's like Crusader Kings? No, it's like... Is it like Civilization? No, it's a real-time strategy. Oh, it's like StarCraft? Yeah. Oh, okay. StarCraft. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. StarCraft, WarCraft, uh, mm-hmm. Command & Conquer, that, that gotcha. type of thing. I'm, I got, I'm with you. Yeah. Sorry. That, I just thought that was a funny anecdote I saw online. Who would have thought? Clay's a nerd. <laughs> it's okay. So is Bert. And you know what? So are you if you're listening to this. It's, you're a hockey nerd at the very least. It's in the nasally voice. I know what I sound like. <laughs> Oh, yes, let me go over my Age of Empire strategy All right. with you. Moving on to Ottawa. <laughs> Ottawa. Michael Ann Lauer is likely the new owner yes. of Ottawa. I think. He, was was that the one that was a, a part owner of the Canadians? He is a part so owner. So he has he to owns, sell his part of the Canadians. He owns 10%. So he has to sell that 10% yep. of the Canadians. Send it Probably to the Molsons. Sell it to Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's he probably it's probably going to be in the 850 million range mm. cuz this one is not necessarily about the most money with some of those uh, like Snoop and all those Yeah, that LA one. That that uh, LA 
group that had Snoop and it, some other people in it. It, it it's a cryptocurrency bros, so it's not uh, going to okay. be sustainable. There was one. There was one group that was gonna. Maybe it was in in Dwyer. I don't know. His name is kind of hard. Ann Lauer. Ann Lauer. Um, there was one group that was gonna uh, include a bunch of First Nation people in it too, mm. and and I was I was like, oh, I want that one. That, sounds, that yeah. sounds nice. But um, I don't know. I don't think it was Ann Lauer. Ann Lauer is, I believe, he's an investor. He is from the Ottawa area, so he's would be one of those guys interested in keeping it in Ottawa, building yeah. up Ottawa. That's well, I think one of the... I think this whole process was they're staying in. Ottawa oh yeah, to anybody that's buying it. Um, so yeah, the, the fact that the cryptocurrency bros are out, even though they that's have a good. bunch of celebrities, that's yeah, good. get out of there. Um, because their money will just disappear. Oh yeah, real quick. Um, so it probably it's not official. It was reported on by one of Ottawa's beat writers, but he was this guy's really good. Like mm-hmm. he announced the DeBrica trade and the Norris signing before anyone else did. So like Yeah. It's it's pretty he, good he authority. Knows what he's talking yeah. about. Um Alright, so last one. What we talked about or mentioned, Kyle Dubis is no longer the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he after yeah got fired. He got fired. He was told after we talked about his, um, excuse me, the his press conference last week, which he he was suggested not to do. Well, he didn't listen. Apparently, he didn't listen, and he said that he, he answered, has to talk to his family, and it was answered a question candidly. So, this, which honestly, I respect more. Yeah, but it's also another thing. Now we see why the players answer like robots because. Yep. You answer this truthfully, you lose your job. Yeah. Well, I I would like I would like to think maybe there are some newer ownership groups coming into the NHL. Yeah. Um whoever is by and and Lauer mm-hmm. presumably uh who is buying although he was he was part of the Canadians ownership, I guess. But FSG with Pittsburgh that bought them last year. Yeah. Um I'm hoping maybe that will start to go away, but who knows? Uh, anyway, um, he said last week that he is not going to pop up in a different GM position this week, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, and he was going to talk to his family, and he was either going to tr- work with Toronto or no one else right? Uh, this upcoming week or this upcoming season. And then Brandon Shanahan was like, get fucked. Brandon- even though, even though Dubas, Dubas told him he wanted to come back. Right. For this season to Toronto. Yep. And uh, there were some negotiation stipulations, um, but they were they were arguing over yeah uh, money, and then um, Kyle Dubas wanted complete control, right? Because and it, Shanahan. Pro- it's seemingly more and more. I'm wondering how much control Dubas actually had, right? Cause at all, Shanahan probably overruled him on some. Well, it sounds like signings. whoever, the yeah. board that oversees Toronto, apparently. MSL. MSL well, it's just Maple Leafs yeah, yeah, ownership okay. group yeah, or yeah, whatever. You're right. Um, uh, the board apparently has a say in what happens mm-hmm. trade and signing-wise, too. Which, I mean, you should be like, okay, we're going to give a lot of money to this guy. Yeah. And, they'll be, and if they're like, all right, yeah, whatever. 
then fine. All right. But if they're like, mm, I think we should give this much money to somebody. So it, it had me wondering because a lot of people are like, well, you know, he didn't. Because after he got fired, Here's... people were like, oh, well, he's actually not that good of a GM. And it's like, what? I don't. What are you guys talking about? He was here. He was there for seven years, and they made the playoffs every year. I uh, think, or most of it. I think every year he became the GM in 2018. They have made the playoffs. I believe every single year. Had a hundred plus points in the every regular single season. year. He, so while they he didn't put get together, it done, he put together a good roster. Yeah, I I don't care what anybody says. Yes, there were mistakes in there. No, no GM is perfect. But like. Now I'm wondering if you can even put those mistakes on his shoulders. Now, to be fair, can you put all of the good things that he did on his shoulders, on his shoulders too? But, you know, that Tafaris contract's really sticking in my mind as the biggest gaffe yes. that he did because that really tied their hands cap-wise. Because they needed that $11 million they, on the blue line. If they use that $11 million for blue line and goaltending, they might, we might be talking about them playing Carolina right now. Like, and also Matt Murray was, is kind of a questionable because yeah. he got hurt. But. but were those Dubas decisions, or was that Shanahan, or was that the board that who, did that? Who knows? For the Tavares thing... I really do wonder if that was somebody higher than him that was right. like, no, 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 we need him because he's from Toronto. He, because he lost that, out on Steven Stamkos. Because he... that's true. Because that <laughs> signing in particular really didn't make a ton of sense at the time because they already had Matthews. They had Nazem Kadri as their number two center. Yep. That seems like a pretty good one-two punch. Now, they right. play completely differently, but... You got that bite with Kadri. You got that physicality, the borderline over the line stuff that he does. You don't get that with Matthews, but that's a good balance there, right? right? And then, you know, if Kadri was playing with Marner, maybe you don't say Marner disappeared. Maybe Marner then has somebody protecting him. Yep. And he has a more rough and tumble guy to feed the puck to. Well... I mean, we saw what happens. But, but then they signed Tavares, and it's like... Well, we saw what happens when um, they let stuff go where Kadri uh, watches a brutal hit. He gets hit um, pretty... He, get, he takes a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. He watches someone else takes a dirty hit. He goes and protects his teammates. He protects his yeah. teammates and gets. He'll sus- take the dirty hit and then gets suspended for the rest. But of But he'll go the and series. protect Matthews yeah. or Marner or whoever. John Tavares is not doing that. Yeah. And you made him the captain. Who, uh, I know. Who was it? Wingle that he crushed. I think so. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Yeah. It, it just really makes me question everything that happened in Toronto. Who was making those calls? So well, I, I, I honestly don't know if it's Dubas. not over because Jason Spezza. Retired oh, yes. immediately Spezza, Spezza uh, well. because I mean that's his position didn't really exist anymore now that Dubas was gone so he's out and also the Toronto Marlies coaching staff is gone. Yep, completely. Everyone who worked Toronto Marlies, pretty good AHL team. Gone, axed, entire coaching staff. So yeah, and what? now the who who the fuck knows who's going to be the GM in Toronto next year. And now Shanahan's like, oh, we need a GM with some bite. I am very afraid for the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, fans about what is about to happen. I, I was so willing to laugh at Toronto 
about so much yeah. things. Yeah. But then, like the things that Shanahan has said, insane is wild because he usually doesn't. Terrifying. He usually doesn't talk. Like, and when he's like, oh, yeah, we need somebody with, like, we need someone with a lot of experience and bite. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers, they're going to try to sign Stan Bowman. They're going to try to sign Shirelli or Bergevin. They're going to sign some meathead. Who who do you think is going hard for Quinville? I thought, that was Sir- the, I thought that was the Rangers. I think the yeah. Rangers are, are. I thought I saw that speculated. That's that, what it is. Because he hasn't spoken with Batman yet. First of all, fuck Bowman and Quinville. Yeah, they should yeah. not be in the league right. anymore. But, I mean, it's been, I, I don't know. Two years since. Two years. It's They should not be allowed in the no. league. But Bowman's I, not a good GM in the first place. No, he so was like, terrible. He didn't do anything. Right. He, he just, like, inherited. It was somebody else who built those Chicago rosters. He and then he just kind bit, of inherited yeah. at kind of at the end. Because whoever was left for some, or retired or something. Yeah. And, um. Quinville is a fine coach, but a horrible human being, apparently. Quinville is a great coach. And even though he seems like a super nice person, he still let this go on. Let, yeah. let that abuse go on and then signed a recommendation to yeah. for an abuser who went on and abused other kids. So like, yeah. that right there is not, um, not a leader. But uh, the speculation I have seen is Quinville, the Rangers are the ones who went Quinville. Dolan sucks. I can see him I doing can see that. Him doing that yeah. I can also see. Now, this is not an indictment on the Rangers fan fans base. themselves. Oh no, no, certainly not. Any fan base would do this if he's if he because Quinville would make the Rangers better. That certainly that, that same certainly lineup they have right now, minus whoever the UFAs that they're not going to be mm-hmm. able to bring back. Quinville would make that team better. And Probably, yeah. I think he's a better coach than Gallant. Fan bases would defend him. They would ignore it. Ignore the They would pass. just ignore it, yeah. And, yeah, it's, that's not an indictment. If you win, them. they'll ignore it. Oh, 100%. Because that, yeah. That, that's, that's an unfortunate reality in sports. If you start winning, they'll forget yeah. the crimes that you did. Um, but it, I, I did say to Clay after this whole Shanahan um, press conference, I was like, they're going after Bowman and Quinville. I can, I can, oh. I'm calling it right now. They're going to make a wild decision. Uh, they're going to make a wild decision anyway. Bettman, I don't think will let Bowman back. We'll see. Quinville's we'll up see. in the air. Quinville's legitimately up in the air because he, well, Quinville's a smooth talker. That's true. I know Bettman has a meeting with Quinville coming up. I have not heard about Bowman having a yeah. meeting. So. That's just that's just me reading Twitter, so you know, oh. take that with a grain of salt. But um, I don't know. I'm really worried about what's about to happen to Toronto because I will contend. I don't think I don't think Bergevin is actually that bad of a general manager. No, I mean he's not the worst. He's but... not great, but I, he's not he's not but, Peter Shirelli. Yeah, he's not Shirelli <laughs> or Frick Lamarillo. I know Lamarillo has a job. Oh but yeah, he's... bring bring that dinosaur Lou back. But oh, also, uh, New York media, stop trying to get, stop trying to will Mike Sullivan to the Rangers. <laughs> he has a contract with Pittsburgh. He signed an extension with Pittsburgh. He has not been fired. He is not going to be fired. No. Even with the new general manager, I don't, regardless of who it is. I don't see him getting fired. I don't think he's going to get fired, at least not this year. Maybe next year if they still fuck up, but so st- just stop it. So going with, or Tree Living is a good Tree leaving's okay. For, yeah, he's for up, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
He's all right. But Kyle Dubas has been given permission to talk to Pittsburgh. He has now. God only knows. I, I For now, I am going to take him at what he said and say he's going to he's gonna tell Pittsburgh, thank you, but no thank you. But also, There's... I know that the F, FSG, the Fenway Sports Group, is going to just give him a blank check and probably tell him he can be president of hockey operations and money will change your mind. Money will change your mind. And Pittsburgh... Much more friendly than Toronto. Also, sports-wise. Also, yeah, but that's a low bar. Um, right, compared to Toronto media, yeah, yeah that's uh, pretty low bar. Also, getting fired changes your mind. That too. Um, yeah, I I would take him with at face value for what he said, but the getting fired part mm. that makes you mad, right? That would make me mad, and I would be like. I'm going to make it my mission now to make sure that I beat you in the playoffs every year. So, now Pittsburgh, Dubas going to Pittsburgh. Now, they have a aging core. They don't have any real prospects. They yeah, it's, have it's, some, a, it's, a, it's a challenge, certainly. They have some um, deadweight contracts that oh, yeah. they probably won't be able to get rid of. Oh, yeah. Now, they, so, do, they do have cap space coming up for the first time in a long time. They do have cap space, and that's... It's a, it's a hard task. That certainly. core can drag you to at least the playoffs. Sidney Crosby might be able to drag you to the finals by himself. Right. Yeah, the core can drag you to the playoffs, and with the playoffs, who knows what can happen. And... Because Crosby and Malkin and Latang. Crosby and Malkin specifically, not the problem this year. They both had no, fantastic no, seasons. No, and when I talk about the core, it's... it's yeah, Crosby and Malkin, Malkin okay. that's who we're talking so about. So those three can drag you to the playoffs, and they almost did. Nearly. Um, they nearly did. It's just bad defending. And, and goaltending. Injured goaltending. Yeah. Um, well, so, not just injured, but also bad goaltending. So the next three to four... Like, if Dubas takes the helm, the next three to four years don't really look good for Pittsburgh. But but after that, you can start a clean slate. But here's the thing. With that, everybody would be like, oh, this is Ron Hetstall's fault. Yeah. Nobody will blame Dubas no. for at least a couple of seasons. No, no one's blaming. Not, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, just saying there's that. You'll have a buffer there, that'd too. That'd be an interesting challenge. That is an interesting challenge. An I interesting don't think it's impossible. Another option. Uh, but I'm a homer, so. Enough, yeah. Another option for Dubas would be... Ottawa because yeah. Ottawa he, uh, sorry he is an Ottawa fan sure he's, well he's from Ottawa he's I from think. Ottawa yeah. he's an Ottawa fan and a lot of times when you get new owners the owners tend to clear house true so they might just wait Did you hear that FSG you could have done this last year and got rid of Ron Hextall I'm just could saying they, did they get rid of Rutherford no, Rutherford, no, he resigned before that. No, no Rutherford was a bitch. Rutherford, I'm sorry. R- Rutherford backed out because they, someone before FSG came in, um, someone in Pittsburgh, probably Lemieux, stopped him from trading Malkin. Yeah, and he got he had like a bitch fit about yeah, it, yeah. and then he just resigned. Well, sorry, I, as soon as I said Rutherford, I remembered he had a bitch fit and yeah. left. Um, like two weeks into the season or something. Yeah. Um, but e- either way, so. But Ottawa has its own challenges too. Uh, they're a younger team. I think it, I, I, you're right with that face you just made at me. Ottawa they, has... they are in a better spot than yes. Pittsburgh, certainly. Yes. 
but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's up to him. I have no idea. Ottawa, as far as I know, has not reached out to talk to him. Well, that's a, that's a thing. We don't know. We, obviously, we don't. They don't have an hundred percent. No, they, they don't have an opening. They don't either. have an owner or an opening. So and so Pittsburgh has an opening. He might. He he could either go to Pittsburgh, or he does take his year off. Sees what sure. happens. Sure, maybe, maybe. Um, so or he I, goes to Pittsburgh, wins the Stanley Cup next year, and just drags his dick across Toronto's <laughs> face. Just like Phil Kessel. Or at least knocks him out of the playoffs. Just like Phil. The Thrill Kessel, who is still in the playoffs, by the way. He's on yes, Vegas. He is. Yeah. All right, that's all we got for news. So. Yeah, so we had to talk about Dubas for a bit there. Uh, but let's get into these um, these off Told season. You that would last long. Yeah, you're right. Thought. You're right. Uh, <laughs> let's get into into these previews. Uh, this will be kind of quick. We're just going over, you know, how the teams did, looking at their future RFAs and UFAs. You got to stop saying things will be quick. I know. I. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm the one that talks. It's been two it. years. They all know it's not gonna be quick. All of you out there know <laughs> that. Bert says it's going to be quick, so that'll be two hours from now, right? All right, I'll I'll kick things off with us. I uh, I did reverse order of the standings. You got to do worst. You got to do worst to first. Got to do worst to first, and I'm starting with the central division. That was my foot. Mm. Um, At least it wasn't Ruthie. And th- that's true. She's looking out the window over there. Um, and we're starting with Chicago, mm. last place in uh, the central division, twenty six, forty nine, and seven. And last place in our hearts. And last place in our hearts. 59 points. Not last place overall. Nope. That was Anaheim. Yep. Um, but eighth in the Central. Their projected cap space, get this, $41.8 million. Is that, that wins. I think that's that, the highest. I think that wins. Yeah. Um, so the salary floor, I believe, is 60-something million. So yeah. they're 20 mil. They have to spend at least $20 million yes. in free agency. Um, as as far as their top players go, now, I think I mentioned this before. I am not going to count players that they traded. I am. At the de- are, are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I am. Well, I axed those out of there. <laughs> so if you want to count those, you could add Domi and Patrick Kane yeah. to their list. But I don't have their numbers down. So their top player is Andre Anthony Siu. 20 goals, 20 assists, baby. 40 points. 40 points. And I think he played most of the season. Yeah. Um, next up is Taylor Radish, 20 goals, 17 assists. Seth Jones up next, 12 goals, 25 assists. Tyler Johnson, 12 goals, 20 assists. And Jonathan Taze, 15 goals, 16 assists. Now, he didn't play the entire season. No. But moving on to their goalies. That's more than I thought Taze did. Yeah, that's a 31 that's, points. That's not bad. I don't know how many games. I, I wrote down, uh, I forgot to write down how many games he played, but um, he missed a big chunk oh, of the season. Oh, he missed most of the season. Uh, moving on to goalies, Stalock, 9-15-2 with a 9.08 save percentage. Actually, not that bad of a save percentage on it, as bad of a team he's on. You know, I started doing um, uh-huh. goalies. records. Yeah. I, I axed records real quick. Oh, really? Just because of... Their, <laughs> that's some fair. Of the, some of these oh, that's guys... Fair. That's just fair. Like, that's just mean. The, the goalie <laughs> records don't, aren't the be-all, end-all. Um, 908 save percentage. That's not bad for no, Staylock, honestly. Actually, on as bad of a team as Chicago that's is. That's really good for Three, Staylock. 301 goals against. Not too bad. Two, two shutouts going with it. That's pretty good. Their other goalie that play, that played the most was Mirazik. Uh, 10-22-3. 
894 save percentage, 366 goals against, no shutouts. Not as good of numbers, but no. stay luck. Hey, didn't play that bad. Yeah. As far as RFAs coming off, uh, Bjork, Wagner, Kurashev. Sorry, I yep. almost said Kucherov. He is not on Chicago. Uh uh-uh. Those are their forwards that are RFAs. Caleb Jones, uh, brother of Seth Jones. Yep. Uh, on defense, and Mitchell, also a defenseman, are their RFAs. UFAs. Now here's where things get interesting. Jonathan Taze He's gone. is a UFA. He's they're gone. not. They already said they're not going to nope. resign him. He retired. Just ride to the sunset. I think he should retire too, but we'll see. Andre Athena, see you. Maybe a solid. Maybe depth, someone depth gets some acquisition by know. somebody. If I was Anthony CU, I would not resign in Chicago. Although he, I believe it was him and Domi both signed one year, like three million dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. in in Chicago last year, just just to do it. Yep. Um, so he didn't have that bad of a year. Forty points, he's twenty one, goals, twenty assists. He's one of the guys just like, oh, you're still in the league. Yeah, I think he he used to be extremely fast. Yeah. Um, and then I think injuries happened, yeah. and he's not as fast. I was also thinking of Abdicator. Oh God, don't don't bring up Justin Abdicator to me. Is he still in the league? No. No, right? <laughs> no, he no. can't be. He's not. Oh my God, he played against the Penguins in the 0809 finals for Detroit, and then they gave him a ridiculous contract. Anyway, yeah, no, they gave him a ridiculous contract. Yeah. Uh, Huhar Korea. Is another one of their UFAs. I don't. I don't know. His career he's, he's might be over. Like a, he's just always injured. He's always injured, and even when he's healthy, he's like a fourth liner yeah. at best. It's it's um, hard. He might not end up in the NHL, but yeah. someone we'll might see. throw Maybe. someone might throw him might vet at him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Derek England, mm-hmm. defenseman. He may also mm-hmm. retire. Right. Uh, stay lock. Stanley UFA. might get some money. He might, you know, he might parlay those numbers into a backup role he somewhere. Get, yeah. Yes. Well, I he was that. he was a third stringer here, right? Started. Yeah, I think so. Started third and, he, and then he started playing well, and they were like, "Well, yeah, just leave Staylock in." Then he got hurt. Yeah. He he was the Matt Murray this year. Yeah. He, he had a Matt Murray role, except uh, he came back well. Anton Hudobin. Hudobin. Who I had forgotten was traded to Chicago at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, is also a UFA, but I think his career is more or less over. Yep. Um, he was on Dallas, and yeah. then he was traded at some point yeah, yeah, to yeah. Chicago, just as a contract dump. Well, as he, far as he dr- played really well, what two years ago? He yeah, for came Dallas, in, he yeah. came in as backup, yeah. and no one was just. Like, but they were like, no, I'm still not touching that. Well, yeah, I mean, at that point, he played really well, and everybody was like, oh, Dallas should try to trade him. Yep. And try to get something for him. And Dallas was like, nah, we're going to keep him. And then he just fell off a cliff. Right. And he's just, I mean, he's like 35 or something. Well, you know, well they were like, there. we're going to keep him, but uh, we have Ottinger coming up. And they were like, oh, wait, we have Ottinger. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're we're going to save Ottinger this year yeah. and play Hudobin. And then next year, it's Ottinger show. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as draft picks go, Chicago, as you guys, I'm sure, remember from last week, have the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. In this year's draft, they Connor also, Bedard. Yeah, they're going to pick Connor Bedard. They also have Tampa Bay's first round pick. Yep. I did not write down all of them uh, for where the picks are. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's fully solidified yet. If, if it's you getting could, there, but if you could bring up Cat Friendly to right. talk about sure. no, while I'm talking, okay. Um, because I just you know have some. I don't have a lot. That's fine. When it comes to draft, that's fine. 
Um, Chicago has four second-round picks coming yep. up this year. They have their own, the Rangers, Ottawa's, and Tampa Bay's. They have two third-round picks, their owns in Dallas. They have their own fourth-round pick, their own fifth-round pick, no sixth-round picks, and their own seventh-round pick. So, so we'll see what for, happens. That's it for Chicago. You want to do one of yours? How would you say their season went? Poorly. Okay. Cool. Yeah, very bad. All right. Very bad season. Although, I don't necessarily think they were trying to be good this year. No. But, you know. Was it last year when you said that they were? It was last year okay. that they were that they were acting like they were going to be better than they actually Look, were. Look, I don't. That, because last year was when they traded for Seth Jones. Ah, uh, yes. Time is an enig- enigma, and I don't know anything yeah, time anymore. Time doesn't make any. Time doesn't count to All me right. anymore. So we're going to keep going on this worst to first type deal, Ooh. and we are talking about the worst team in hockey this year. The Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks, baby. Um, oh, yeah, Chicago does have the most cap space. Hit me up with them Ducks. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anaheim has the second most cap space. Yes, they do. So, Anaheim's duck, Ducks record on the season was 23, 47, and 12. Boo. That's 58 points. Pretty bad. That oh, is. Like there's Kyle Dubas yep, in a video. Right there's there. those ads. That is blasting overall. Yeah, um, their power play numbers for the year, 15.7%. Oh, I, should, I meant to write down uh, oh, no worries. penalty kill numbers. Uh, their penalty kill was 72%. Barf. I know, it's bad. Barf, those are both terrible. So their cap, their cap uh, currently on is like, all right, currently on their contract. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I want to interrupt you just because I saw... I just saw an Elliot Friedman tweet that said, Elliot Friedman texted someone um, he knows at MLSE, who is the Maple Leafs. The Games of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. At, on Sunday morning and asked, how's it going over there? And they said, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm just looking for... Because I because Pittsburgh got permission to talk to Dubas, and then Friedman, I believe, was like, this is going to happen fast now. So I've yeah. been just checking, checking just to yep. see. I'm sorry, continue. All I right. thought that was very funny. So, and that's probably with the whole Marley's axe get probably. back to everyone. Yeah. All right, the, their cap is uh, $44.45 million, so they have $39 million left to work with. It's like Bert said, um, second most. Hi, baby. Uh, I did a little, like, one to two sentence recap of their season. Was it just farts? For awful, awful sentence? team. I'm glad they fired Dallas Eakins into the sun. Yeah. Um, give any Anaheim goalie you see a hug or an ice pack. John Gibson specifically. Just any of them because they, they got beat up by pucks. Yeah. Um, all right. Just give them a hug because they, they need it and deserve it. Now, they have a lot of free agents. RFAs and UFAs. <coughs> so we'll Sorry. start out with their UFAs on mm-hmm. the, on the season. They we'll start with Derek Grant. Derek Grant. He's thirty three. My oh, man, jumping around so much in this league, and then just always going back to Anaheim and well, then playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he is finishing up a three year stint. This is the end of a three year stint with Anaheim. Has it been that long? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Uh he played 46 games this year, going uh, five, thir- five goals and 13 assists. He had 18 points. Uh, Jason Megna, 
Another another UFA. Another Pittsburgh guy. Um just finished up a two year contract. Good for him. Uh they didn't sign him to it, but Oh. <laughs> I well. think can't remember if it was the, no, the Avalanche that Yeah, I think the was, Avalanche had him earlier. Yes, they yeah. traded they traded uh Mecca over there. So but that was Vet Men. Uh forty one games four yeah, forty one games, two goals and six assists. Uh Nathan Boy Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. Yeah. The defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew it was the It's boo. a French ass name, Bolu. Yeah. I had the first half. Second half was always tripped me up. <laughs> um fifty two games, four assists. Uh wow. one year, eight point uh eight hundred and fifty thousand. Scott Harrington is a uh, can, can I just, what's really funny about all of these players that you just listed, all of them played like a little bit for the Penguins. Yeah. Like five years ago. Harrington, they might actually bring back because he played well Um, for uh, the, the Ducks. The Ducks. Yeah. 17 games, three goals, four assists. Yeah. Three goals, one assist. But he, he played pretty well. Remember, their defense was god awful. Yeah. Um, well, I, as far as I know, Scott Harrington is more of a defensive defenseman yes. as well, yeah. Uh, Which they need more of they need in, in Anaheim. Kevin Shattenkirk is a UFA. I forgot he was on Anaheim. Finishing up a three-year, $3.9 million contract. Oh, I forgot he was there. Um, 75 games, four goals, 23 assists, so that's 27 points. He might just retire. He might I just retire. He's, I, I can't he's imagine 34. It. I can't imagine um, anybody's going to give him almost $4 million a year. John again. Moore's career is over. Uh, oh, is he retiring? Well, not officially, but he's a UFA. Hmm. Um, he did not play at all this year. He oh. he had a concussion last year. Uh, um, yeah. And he's finishing up a five. This is the end of a five-year, $2.75 million yeah. contract that got signed by Boston. Yeah. He got traded to Vegas. That's one they of those trade, weird, yeah. Yeah. That's very contract. Um and then Anthony Stellars. Is he UFA? He might get he might get signed by somebody. Most of these oh, guys get signed by somebody. Yeah, most of these guys you're mentioning, I'm like, I don't I can't see anybody signing them. But Stellars, maybe. Uh he just finished He played up, all right. He just finished up a two year uh just under one million dollar contract. In 19, 19 games played before the double MCL injury. Yeah. Uh, Rough. 373 goals against average with an 899 save percentage. That's not bad. That's not bad on the worst <laughs> on team in the league. The worst team yeah. in the league. Yeah. RFAs. Hey, almost 900. Almost, almost 900. 900. Yeah. RFAs. All of these guys' qualifying offers are sub. One million. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of these guys are going to get. Some of these guys are going to get more than that qualifying offer. I'm just saying. Probably. I'm yeah. just saying they're all either for for RFA's. Just in case you guys don't understand, that's restricted free agent. Um, that pretty much means they're going to be back next unless year. unless unless that they try to sit out. No. Yeah. Or yeah. Or unless they just allow them to go to free agency, but which the team is, has control. Which Anaheim did do a bunch of players last year. Which I still question. Steel, Milano. Uh, Milano. Yeah, I still question um, that. A all right. of those moves. Maxim Comtois. Oh, really? RFA. Yeah. He played 64 games. He had nine goals, 10 assists. 
Uh, he is arbitration eligible. Troy Terry. <gasps> Ooh, he had a good year. Yeah, well, he had an all right year. He had an all right year. 70 games played, 23 goals, 38 assists, 61 points. Now they would. I think you want to keep him. Last year was his breakout year, so you'd like to see him do a little bit better. Right. But he stayed right. the same. Yeah. Still fine. Do you guys hear those kids downstairs? Oh, they bang. That's what I was mentioning before. Trevor Zegers. Ooh. I mean, they're they have to resign Zegers. Now here's the thing about Zegers, but but the question is how much. Yeah. Eight. He played 81 games. Mm-hmm. He only had 65 points. I know, but I... 23 goals, so tied with Terry. I guess that's lower than I thought. Tied with Terry with 11 games. With Terry playing 11 less games. He's younger than Troy Terry, though. By three years. Still. Uh, 42 assists, 65 points. So he's he's actually their highest points getter this year. I, I think but, he's I think he's pretty um I think he'll have a he he impressed a lot of people this year. I think he'll have a breakout year next year. If yes. I it, it, I'm just guessing. Yes. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um I'm just guessing, but it's also not arbitration eligible. Yeah. So They're gonna they're gonna wanna keep him on the good side like Sure. They're gonna sure. wanna they're stay gonna, on his good side. They're gonna but. they're gonna they're gonna be generous mm-hmm. um with his contract, but your your point is valid. They do have a lot of cap space, but that can vanish pretty quickly. Exactly. Um, they have the second overall pick this year. Yes. Um, which Fantilli. I assume they'll use Anfantilli or um, Fantelli. Um, but I guess I don't know. But but also, like, there's times where Zegris doesn't... You don't really notice him, but then all almost all of his goals are highlight reel. So it's sure. what do you want to do? Like, uh, yeah, do you pay I, he, for the highlight reel, or do you want more goals? Well, that's the that's the um, that's the the classic problem with younger players, right? Yep. Because they're the they're gonna they're very good, and so they want to do the crazy, funny, like neat, cool stuff. Yeah, I sound like an old man. The neat stuff. <laughs> um, when you could just be like. But if you would just shoot in this situation, right. you might have 35 goals yes. in, right now. You know, um, so, But I th- I think – I'm not going to guess what his contract's going to oh, be. Oh, I'm not even guessing. I'm, not I'm guessing sure contracts. Anaheim will start with a here's an eight-year contract. Mm-hmm. And now, I would assume Zegras and his agent do not want to sign an eight-year contract not yet, right now. Because an eight-year contract takes him to age 30, yeah. which is quote-unquote out of the prime. I I, I kind of disagree with that. I that said notion. quote unquote. I, no, I know, I know. But um, I think prime is probably between twenty five and like thirty three, thirty two, something like that. I'd say twenty seven to thirty one is your prime. Probably, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll agree to that. Because because a lot of these guys, or like for the superstars, yes, once you hit like twenty nine, thirty, you slow down, but you understand the game better. Yeah, because the the truly Hall of Fame players, even when they start to slow down, will still be very clearly good. Yes. You know, think about guys like Sidney Crosby, guys like Alex Ovechkin, that are like 35 plus at this point, but they're still 
very noticeable right because they know where to be they know where the puck's going to be it's just it's just one because of ovechkin still has that rocket shot he just yeah. sets up where he knows he needs to be crosby's has shifted uh his game to be more defensive but yep. still offensive you know yeah ovechkin's not going to run over you like he like, like he did when he was zegris's age right. But he'll blast run. that blast home a one timer. He'll still hit you hard, but he won't run over you while he has the puck. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so I, I don't know. I, do you, you want to guess what Zegras's contract's no, going to be? I'm not touching that shit. No, I'm not touching that shit. We'll see. I, They'll resign him. I'm, I'm not sure. like nowhere close. Um, five years, eight million dollars. I was going to say four years, six million. See, you said you didn't want to <laughs> do it, but you had a number in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bridge deal. Um, so, all right. Then you have Benoit. Benoit? Yeah. Sure. I don't Simon. even know who that is. Simon. Uh, Simon Benoit? Yep. It's a French-ass name. Uh, we should call our friend from France and he, be like, how do you say that name? He's a defenseman. Uh, he played 78 games. Did he? Yeah. Boy, that was how much I paid attention to Anaheim this year, I guess. Uh, three goals, seven assists. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's arbitration. I'm sure they'll resign him. Drysdale, Jamie Drysdale is an mm. RFA. He's a 10.2 C. So I don't know that what means, that means. That means, oh, I think it it's, actually says on cap friendly what it means. It's different. It means that you, he you passed it. You passed it. Uh, there yeah. it is. Uh, this player has not accrued the necessary amount of professional seasons required for Group Two RFA status. They are ineligible for an offer sheet. Mm. Um, so he's so going to no resign else. no matter oh, yeah. what. Uh, that that is because I believe he did not play pretty much at all this. He year. played eight games. Yeah, because he was injured, and then he separated his shoulder. Um, so it, all of these RFAs, it, Anaheim has more than enough money yep. to resign all of them. Lucas Dostal. Oh, the goalie. The goalie. The goalie played nineteen games. Same as Stolarz. Oh yeah, look at him. He's an RFA. Uh, Three point seven eight. Sorry. Goals against average with a 901 save percentage. So what do you do? And they also apparently have a pretty good goalie prospect. Do they now? Let's look. Uh, between Clang. Oh, Callie Clang. They got traded from uh, Pittsburgh. Traded him in the Raquel deal. Yeah, they got Clang. Yeah, they got Callie Clang. So what do you do? Here's what I think they might do because they have John Gibson. Gibson says he doesn't want to go anywhere. Keeps, that don't mean shit. He keeps saying he doesn't Oh, he has a him. modified no-trade clause. Exactly. Which means he has a 10-team no-trade list. He keeps saying he doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. But he's just saying that. Yeah. He could, he theoretically, yeah. he could just be saying that. Here's the play. If I was Anaheim, I would probably try to trade John Gibson to a playoff team, borderline playoff team that he would like to go to. Yep. Say, oh, I don't know, he's, Pittsburgh. He's got four years. Four years, six point four million. That's, that's not a, that bad. That's good. That's good for Gibson. Ain't bad, and he's a good goalie. So you could probably get good value for him from a team that is in the playoffs that needs a goalie or borderline playoffs needs a goalie, like a Pittsburgh. Like you keep saying Pittsburgh just because he's from Pittsburgh. He's from Pittsburgh. I know. I, well, I'm I also know. a Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think of other teams like that, like I, uh, like Ottawa. Ottawa could use a starting goalie as well. Ottawa needs. Toronto could use a 
grade A starting goalie too. I don't know how that trade works. But what are you gonna do with Samsonov, Murray, Wall? Like? Samsonov is a free agent of some sort. Maybe you get them to take Murray's contract in Was that it deal. Was only one year? Yeah. He he might be an RFA. I haven't. Got, I think he is an RFA. Yeah. I haven't gotten to them yet, so that's fine. He, I think he might be an RFA. Okay, but either direction, a team like that that needs a grade A starting goalie, you first. pedal, you pedal Gibson to, you can get a first out of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe depending on the team this year, or maybe you next can just year. Get a good player, or you could get a good prospect, a good young player, or just a good player in general. So like. Think of it, if, if it's a trade between Anaheim and Pittsburgh, maybe Anaheim is like, we'll take Jake Gensel for John Gibson, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, you start with that. It's a negotiation. Yeah, you start with that. You, if you're Pittsburgh, you say no. Oh, I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying, if I'm Anaheim, I'd be like, we could take Jake Gensel. He's a Ra- playoff performer. We could take Raquel. We, we could take back uh, Ricardo Raquel, you know? Or like you, you know, or on Toronto, like, We'll take Matthew Nyes for yeah. John Gibson and plus your second round pick or something yep. like that or what you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can, you can work John Gibson. So I think if I'm them, I'm trying to maybe because Gibson's a good goalie. He'll say he wants to be there. Yeah. Does he want to be there? You could do him a solid by putting him on a contender. Look, he's 29. You can get something back. He's 29 years old. He spent his entire career with Anaheim. I know. He might want to stay there. Maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe I don't know him personally. But like but maybe you think you you broach it to him in a kind of a way like we're doing you a solid. We're putting you on a contender because and we're making ourselves better. I'm going to interject real quick. Sure. Just because we've been talking about Gibson so much. He played 53 games this season. Oh, he, sure. He had a 399 goals against average with an eight, I mean that's not great. Which an 899 save percentage. That's better. That's Yeah. yeah. The 899 is better. Yeah. The 399 is not good, but Well, Again, the worst team. Garbage team. Yeah. No defense at all. At all. And they just let him sit in for like when he got blown up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, at a certain point, you have to think he, eight, nine, he nine. probably wasn't trying that hard. Eight, nine, nine. During certain points of the season. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't. Oh. If I was, if I was John Gibson, I would like be like, well, I'm getting lit up right now. So. That's one of the criticisms of, of Gibson. Like, you could see when he gets bored. But maybe <laughs> if he's on a better team. Maybe he's not as bored. Yeah, that's Excuse true. Me. Um, top. I I only did top four for. Yeah, that's fun. Well, yeah, whatever. For players or skaters, mm-hmm. and that's because I already talked about two of them with in the RFAs. Mm-hmm. So number three is number one Segrist. Number two is Terry. Three is Cam Fowler. He played oh, all yeah. eighty-two games, ten goals, thirty-eight assists. That is. 48 points. I think that's a career Anaheim player, too. Yeah. Fowler, yeah. He is. Um, Thank God, because his name's Fowler, and he's on you the, have to. the yeah. team the named after team? Fowl. Yeah. Come on. Water Fowl. Come mm-hmm. on. Um, and then I, I did want to put in Mason McTavish, number four. Oh, he played, yeah. He played pretty well. 80, 80 games played, 17 goals, 26 assists. That's, that's 43 a, that's points. That's a kid, too. That he's a, a He's a child. baby boy. Yeah, he's a teenager. A child playing eight games. Played well. Yeah. You want to go over their draft really quick? Yes, please. Yeah. They have the second pick overall mm-hmm. in the first round. They have three picks in the second round, their own Boston's and Colorado's. Mm-hmm. They have their own pick and Minnesota's pick at third, their own fourth, their own fifth, their own sixth, and no seventh. Yep. 
So those I, later round picks don't matter as much. I but did not feel like writing that. That's fine. That's, that's fine. I, I mean, easily enough, I can yeah. pull up cap friendly. It's right there. I I knew they had three. Yeah. Like I could look. You I was in the looking. Eye. I was I, looking at these. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, the picks that teams have, and I was like, how did you get those picks? And I was trying to remember how they got the picks. Yeah. Just kind of in my head. Raquel, you got Magna. Raquel, that Boston one, I assume, is from Lindholm. Yep. I wonder what this Colorado one's from. I can click on it, but I don't want to. Don't do it. Yeah. It's just fun to try to remember. Do we want to do one more? or Let's do one more each. Which time Let's do are one we more each. Oh, we're fine. Ah, screw it. Let's do one more team each. You got it. Um, because, you know, we like to talk. You guys and know. And we're just going to keep still, talking. We're still well under time of, like, a regular season episode. So Perfect. I, I can't read. Oh, yeah. We're still well under, so we're, we're good. Not going to be. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Let's talk about Arizona. We've already talked about them a bunch so far. 28, 40, and 14 mm. on the season. They actually had a... Better pro- than last year and yeah. better than what we thought. And uh, they had actually a pretty strong start to this season. Yes, they did. They were they were like everybody... Us. Well, everybody as an us. Yeah. Were like, hmm... Oh, oh, look at God. them. Yeah, they're like 500. They like mullet. Yeah. Got it. Uh, 70 points, seventh overall in the Central Division. They have a projected 27-ish million dollars in cap space going gotcha. into the offseason. Their top players are Clayton Keller, who we already mentioned. 37 goals, 49 assists. Yeah, no. 86 points. He's a star. He is Hell a star. Yeah. You putting up those kind of numbers on this bad of a team, like crazy. Yeah. Nick Bolts, not bad either. No. 22 goals, 36 assists. Michelli, th- 11 goals, 38 assists. Great uh, up rookie Up there for year. rookie of the year. Great yeah. rookie year. Uh, Lawson Krause, 24 goals, 21 assists. And uh, Hayton, I think, oh, this is Brett Hayton. I don't remember who the other one is for oh, okay. Vegas, whatever. 19 goals, 24 assists for him. Um, honestly, you look at those numbers, not bad. Good. Yeah, no, not bad. good. Um, it's just the defense. Marcelli, Kraus, Hayton, not uh, young guys. Mm-hmm. Keller, still pretty young, They're too. Gonna, Schmaltz, not bad. They're going to grow into it. Uh, as far as goalies go, Vimelka had a pretty good year. 18-24-6 on the season. 900 save percentage. 3-4-3 three, three goals against. Three shutouts. Not too bad on no, a really bad team. That's not. Agree. Uh, Ingram was their other main goaltender. 6-13-8. 907 save percentage, 337 goals against, one shutout. Actually, kind of better numbers. Yeah. Not bad. Their goaltending, not bad. Oh, Ingram Defense came, was the big problem. Ingram came out of nowhere a couple of times and just stonewalled people. Yeah. Defense was the big problem among uh, mm-hmm. the Coyotes. But, of course, just with like Chicago and Anaheim, how good were they trying to be? Right. Really? No. Um, we'll see. In once like... we get deeper into the standings, you could be like, these teams were trying to be good. Yeah. Uh, but these three that we just mentioned, not trying to be uh-uh. No way. Uh, as far as RFAs go, Christian Fisher is up for RFA status. Jack McBain, also up there. Marcelli. Marcelli. RFA. And Connor Ingram. Oh. Now, I assume they will all be probably good. resign yeah. all of those guys, no problem. Because they can. Yeah, they have plenty of cap space and... Uh, Fisher, Marcelli, uh, all of them, probably relatively cheap. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Marcelli had a pretty good uh, rookie year. Probably still 
I would say less than two million. You sign him for like two years, one and a half. see if he can build yeah. on that. Yeah. Maybe two years, one and a half million, something yeah. like that. You got him. You got him locked down. As far as UFAs go, Laurent Dauphin is a UFA. Uh, I forget which Richie is on the Coyotes because they got traded for each other at some point this is year. Is it Brett? It might be Brett. It's either Brett or Nick. It's, it's one of the two of them. It's one of two. Uh, this, isn't like, uh, this isn't like Montreal that has a bunch of pit licks. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Richie is also a UFA, and Mackie on defense is a okay. UFA. Um, I don't know. Maybe they resign those guys. Maybe they don't. Yep. Uh, th- th- none of those guys really kind of matter. No offense to them. Mm. They're all, like, depth players. Look, we can't play hockey. No. Yeah. I can't even ice skate. No. So, <laughs> as far as the draft goes, they have two first-round picks, their own, which I think is fourth, I think. I can't remember. Um, no, it's not. They're not in the top three. It's, like, sixth or seventh. Is it? I wonder if it says on Cap Friendly. Uh, San Jose is fourth. Montreal is fifth. Oh, then maybe they're sixth. Um, let's just look really quick and pull up the Coyotes. Well, anyway, they have their own in Ottawa's uh, in the Chikrin deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only have one second-round pick, their own. Third round, they have their own Edmontons, the Islanders, and Washingtons. Ooh. Mm, doesn't say. It's fine. Um, Fourth-round pick, they only have their own. Fifth round, they have their own and LA's. Sixth round pick, they have their own and Columbus's. And no seventh round picks. Okay. So pretty good. I mean, they're, they got you know, two firsts, a second, three, three thirds, or draft, four thirds. This draft know. is very deep. So they, I wonder if they try to trade somebody like Schmaltz to get more picks. Um, I doubt they trade Keller unless Keller tells them that he wants out. I don't know. This might be the year where they start going. Maybe. This might be the year that, they that start. That would certainly accelerate a arena deal yeah. if they actually spent a bunch of money and put on a good you know, product on the ice. I think a lot of the, the, the cap hits disappear this year. Well, a lot, of the, a lot of the weird cap hits they have, too, because they have, like, hold on, let's look at their um, uh, buried cap hits. They have Jacob Voracek, Shea Weber, Brian Little, and Andrew Ladd. Buried in their system. Yeah. Um, because those are LTIR retired guys. Yeah. Um, Andrew Lads comes off this, this year. year. Um, not that that was really counting against their cap. None of these really count against their cap. Uh, Brian Little and Jacob Voracek each have one more year. Actually, these guys do count, count against their Technically. cap. Technically. On cap friendly right now, they count against their cap. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they could have. 21 million more dollars in cap space. Yeah. So um, in the offseason, teams are allowed to exceed the cap by 10% mm-hmm. as long as it is under the cap the first day of the season. Yes. So that is when LTIR can happen. Kicks in. Yep. Um, I'm just looking at that. Just because it's stuck in my head, I'm looking at their draft so, picks. So that's really it all, all, all right. I got for Arizona. So I'm going to talk about Montreal, who is the worst team in the Atlantic. Um, their record was 31, 45, and 6. That is good for uh, 68 points. They were 27th out of 32 overall. 27th out of 32. So that's why I know they got the fifth pick of the draft. Okay, sorry. Here we go. Chicago, number one. Anaheim, number two. Columbus, number three. San Jose, four. Montreal, five. Arizona, six. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, they got the fifth pick in the draft. They only have $8.5 million to work with in the cap. Oh boy. Now, that's why I bring up the LTIR stuff. Mm. Because Carey Price's $10.5 million is a part of that. I'm sorry, this is Montreal we're talking yes, about. Yes, Montreal. Okay, I'm just trying to bring so, it So, think about they have 18 and a half, or sorry, $19 million to work with because of Carey Price. Good point. So, considering this year they built on last season's, they, and they did pretty well getting 31 wins considering all the injuries that they had. They yeah, they the were le- decimated. They led yeah. the league in man hours lost from Absolutely injuries. Absolutely destroyed by injuries. All right, so we'll start with their UFAs. We we are going to start with Alex Belzile. Okay. Yep. He's... He sounds like a, a Diablo enemy. Yeah, he kind of does. Third, he played 31 games for them, uh, six six goals, eight assists. He this was a one year deal for him at Vetmin. He's thirty one. Something you might get picked up by depth. He's thirty one. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Jonathan Druin is a UFA right now. This is the end of a six year, five point five million dollar contract. Uh, what do you think happens here? Uh, how, what was that contract? Six, six years, five, five and, and a half. Five and a half. Nobody's going to sign him for that. No one's going to sign him for that. He's only 20, I think, he's 27. I think somebody will sign him. I don't know if Montreal signs him. 50, somebody will sign him for much less than that. Yes, he will still play in the league. Did he play this year? 59 games. That's more than I thought. Two goals, 27 assists. Uh, 27 assists ain't bad. No? Uh, I could see somebody signing him. Maybe it's even Montreal for like... Two million right. to be a depth guy. Yeah, I yeah, I think he's a good depth guy, a good locker he could room still guy. Play, yeah. yeah, you know what's so funny? Do, um, back when, uh, in, I think it was twenty sixteen, the Penguins beat. Tam- Druin was on Tampa Bay. Yes. And Pittsburgh beat Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. in route to winning the Stanley Cup eventually. But there was a certain game I don't remember when. Didn't Martin St. Louis play with Duran, or he was a year removed? I think it was a year removed. It was a year removed. Um, but some some jabroni that was like in between periods talking yeah. on the broadcast was like, oh, used to Duran, such a hard player. You wish guys like Cindy Crosby would work that hard. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Duran did get benched once or twice. He got benched year. in that series. Well, this year. By St. Louis. It was just, that's just, I always think of that. It's just like a legendary weird thing yeah. to say. Uh, Chris Tierney is a UFA. Mm. Uh, he played 23 games, one goal, six assists. Yeah, he, he played 23, was he? Oh, he was injured. Look, so many guys on this team were injured. Yeah. Uh, Paul Byron is a uh, UFA. Mm-hmm. Um, he That's probably his career. He's done. Probably, um, he, yeah. did, he did not play a single game this year. He only played twenty five. Unfortunate. And he only played twenty five games last yeah. year due to injury. Hip. He's that's unfortunate. He's done. Yeah. He hopes to stay within the organization. He could be a scout or something. Yeah. yeah, sure. So, he is finishing up a four year, three point four million. Uh, Sean Monahan is a UFA as well. Finishes up mm. a seven year, six and a half million. Man, what His a wild thing. contract that is in retrospect. Only injuries. Yeah. Monahan only played 25 games for Montreal. Yeah. 
17 points. Six goals, three, 11 well, I guess assists. that's not that bad, actually. He yeah. still has it. Yeah. He's just He's just got to stay healthy, time. yeah. His body's betraying him. Um, I think this, this year was a broken foot. And I don't some know. other stuff. I yeah. mean, I could see somebody taking a flyer on Monaghan, not for six and a half million. Just I mean, like Duran. I, I mean, could see that's what a cheaper contract somebody he, signing him you're for. You're on Montreal? Sure, yeah. yeah well, never mind, okay. we're good. Um, that's where that... I was looking for this and that. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's kind of just what it is. Um, RFAs. Uh, Denis Gurionov is one of their wingers. Mm-hmm. 23 games played, five goals, three assists. Uh, again, all of these guys' qual- qualifying offers are either a little a little over vet min or like an 800,000 contract um, range. Right. Uh, Michael Pozzetta, 63 games played, only 15 points, mm. uh, seven goals, eight assists. Um, he is more of a bruiser, so we'll see what happens with his contract. Cole Caulfield. That's the big one. That's the yeah, big one. Yeah, that's the big one. I was like, I know there's a big one, and then I scrolled down on Cap Friendly. I was yep. like, there it is. Cole Caulfield's the big one. He is 21. He played 46 games. Yeah. He and, was killing it before he got and injured. And he had 26 goals. Yeah. And 10 assists. Yep. That's what, all, nearly a 50-goal pace-ish? Yep. So... That's kind of all of their RFAs on the... And they don't have that many. But here's the thing. They have one more that's considered their minor league, and I'm going to bring him off because it's Raphael harvey Pinard. Oh. Oh, yeah. He played great for them coming up. 34 games. He is down in their minors. Down, how is he down here? He's non-roster. Oh, there he is, yeah. He is an RFA. He played 34 games, 14 goals, 6 assists for 20 points. That's insanity mm-hmm. that he scored like that for Montreal. Um, I, I, but even saying that, they'll probably sign him for oh, relatively cheap. Relatively cheap. I think the big one that's really going to destroy their cap is Caulfield. Because, again, you only have theoretically, theoretically 19. Million, yeah. Well, theoretically even so, yeah, 19. Or yeah. 19. So it's kind of what you what you got. Um, top Top three players this year, skaters. Uh, you got Nick Suzuki. Uh, he is the only guy who played all 82 games on this team. Yeah. He's the only guy. 26 goals, 40 assists, that's 66 points. And then their second place. I forgot he's the captain, too. He is the captain. Oh, he signed till 29. Oh, he's 30. He's, he's oh, locked up. That, that was a solid choice on their part. Yeah, he's locked up. Um, you go from 66 points to 38 points at number two. Herbie Doc. A guy, yeah. 58 games played, 14 goals, 24 assists, and Cole Caulfield missing That's... half of their season is their third top player. Fuck me, man. Um, yeah, that's not a good year for them. Goalie-wise, you have Jake Allen as your starter in net. He played 42 games, 3.55 goals against average with an 8.91 save percentage. Not good. No. But... He also got hung out to dry a lot. I mean, he was playing on a patchwork team in front of him. A so. patchwork team with your starting defenseman injured. Uh, you got Chris Weidman on your second line. Um, <laughs> yeah, for real. Joel Edmondson doing whatever yeah. he's doing. So they, were, they let him in for 10 goals. 
Yeah. That one game. Oh, oh that's they let right. him in for seven, right, yeah. six, seven. That's one, right. Someone put up a ten spot, ten spot on Montreal, and he and Allen was in for six. Um, and then Montembeau, um, forty games played, three four two goals against average, with a nine oh one save percentage. So we'll just see what they do next year. We'll see what they do. I mean, just looking at the guys they have under contract for next year, they could try to move Mike Hoffman to clear four and a half more million. Um, million maybe. Ho- Hoffman's on the favored buyouts list on Cap Friendly. Oh, is he now? Yes, he is. Oh, look at that. You go to Cap Friendly homepage. Mm-hmm. Uh, popular buyouts. Mike Hoffman is. Fifth. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Mikel Granlin's right up there, too. Yep. And John Tavares. That's crazy. No one's buying out. I don't, they're not going to buy out John Tavares. No. Mm, I don't think they're going to buy out Oliver Ek- Ekman Larson on uh, Vancouver either. Vancouver doesn't buy this, out people. This is just people oh, yeah. playing around on the website, though. Oh, Vancouver doesn't buy out people. Yeah. And Matt Murray is the number one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's it for us this week. Um... Thank you guys for listening. As always, we yes. appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. We will be back next week. Who knows? These a conference se- finals might be over. They might be done. Because um, a sweep is in order for both of them still. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I think the other two teams might bounce back. Maybe. Well, that's that's the fun part about the Stanley Cup. It's Does Carolina deserve to be 2-0 down the series? No. No, not necessarily. But does well, Dallas? Mm. But luck is a big deal. Luck's a bitch. In this in yeah. this game. So Lady Luck. Lady Luck is a mistress sometimes. Cold, cold bitch. Um but you know, to, on the flip side, Dallas hasn't played at home yet, so no. yeah. know, they're playing at home tomorrow. Florida night. plays worse at home than they do on the road. Good point. So we'll see. Well in either direction, we will be here next week. Um, thank you guys for listening. As I already said, we can be found wherever podcasts are found. Give us a like, review, subscribe, wherever applicable or whatever else is out there. Whatever you do. Tell your friends, tell your family because the season, she, she almost over. over. She almost over. And uh, we'll be back next week with whatever happens in the conference finals and then some more off-season lookouts and whatever news happens between now and then. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys then. agency. We'll send you to free agency, and then we'll take a few months off, and then we'll be back for more. Always. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you guys next week at the same puck time. Same puck place. Uh, Bye-bye.